This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. Trump persists for RFS deal. Likes E15 increase. Purdue in the middle. 199A deal close. Ag negotiator okayed. Trump wants studies and another meeting on RFS. President Trump isn't giving up on settling the ongoing fight between refiners and ethanol producers. But ethanol producers hope he's coming around to their view that increasing ethanol usage could help address refiners' complaints about the cost of complying with biofuel mandates. The president is still searching for a compromise and is looking to hold another meeting between the two sides as soon as next week. Two meetings this week failed to yield a deal. Sources say the president wants to see studies that analyze the impact of increased ethanol usage and a possible compromise that would satisfy refiners. At a White House meeting yesterday, Trump suggested at one point a two-year cap on rent prices as a possible compromise along with boosting ethanol usage. Ethanol producers rejected the cap but liked the interest in increasing the usage of higher ethanol blends. Trump was engaged and really liked the idea of E15 year-round, said one source familiar with what was discussed. Another source said at one point in the meeting, Trump turned to EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt and asked if it would be possible to allow the sale of E15 year-round. Pruitt didn't give Trump a definitive answer. The ethanol industry is trying to get EPA to ease a vapor pressure standard that limits E15 sales in the summer. Here's a key takeaway. The ethanol industry is still in a strong position. A continued impasse keeps the status quo, which means no cap on rent prices. But Trump clearly wants a deal. The question is whether Trump can be convinced that year-round E15 would bring rent prices down enough to allow him to close the book of the issue. Otherwise, he may keep looking at some action on rents. Refiners are pleased that the discussions will continue. Cruz. Purdue quite helpful in RFS discussions. Texas Senator Ted Cruz talked to AgriPulse ahead of the White House meeting and provided his views on what Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue has done to forge a compromise on the rent issue. Purdue didn't attend yesterday's meeting, but in the earlier White House meeting on Tuesday, Purdue was, quote, quite helpful, Cruz said. He was an advocate for the farmers while at the same time seeking real solution rather than stalking out a political position, Cruz said. When AgriPulse pressed Cruz as to why he was optimistic that the administration would address the refiners' concerns, he said that both USDA and EPA have been working closely with my office on drafting the specifics of a REN fix. Keep in mind, Purdue is caught in the middle on this issue. Trump wants to find some middle ground to protect refinery workers while doing as little harm as possible to the biofuel sector. From the point of view of corn and soybean growers, the two days that Purdue spent with them at Commodity Classic Wednesday and yesterday could not have come at a better time. Purdue assured the growers that he stands by the RFS. Thune, deal at hand on tax deduction. Senator John Thune, who's been leading negotiations to address complaints about the new Section 199A tax benefit for farmer cooperatives, is optimistic that a fix has been found. 
He said senators are now seeking a sign-off from the affected industry sources. And he said, we've gotten it, that the proposed fix, in about as good a place as we can. By and large, the co-ops weren't particularly incentivized to make a deal here, but they recognize that it has to be addressed, and I suspect that most of them, I think, will be fine with the solution. He said that the revised tax provision would be retroactive. A spokesman for the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives said his group hasn't seen the final language yet. Given the complexity of this issue and the nuances of cooperative taxation, it's premature for us to assess the impact until we review the actual bill text, he said. Senate OK's Ag Negotiator. The Senate has finally confirmed Greg Dowd as the Trump administration's chief agriculture trade negotiator. Ken Backus, international trade director at the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, says he hopes Dowd will make it a priority to work on getting the administration to rejoin the Trans-Pacific Partnership, something the president has said he's considering. Dowd's nomination was approved on a voice vote yesterday. Also approved... Dennis Shea to be the U.S. Trade Representative's top official at the WTO, and C.J. Mahoney to be the Deputy USTR Representative for Trade in Africa, China, and the Western Hemisphere. Cut nutrients, win prizes. EPA, USDA, and three other federal agencies have launched a challenge to show how nutrient pollution sensors can be used to improve water quality. The Nutrient Sensor Action Challenge follows an earlier challenge that called for plans to show how data collected by sensors could be used to help states and local communities make good decisions on reducing nutrients. That stage closed in September 2017 with five winning entries. In the upcoming challenge, competing teams will deploy and collect data from two or more nutrient sensors for at least three months, that according to EPA. Teams will also demonstrate how local communities can use the collected data to improve nutrient management decisions. Stage 2 teams will be competing for a share of $100,000 in prizes. The other federal agencies involved are the U.S. Geological Survey, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. FINI expansion to milk, no meat. The Farm Bill that the House Agriculture Committee is expected to vote on later this month will expand the popular Food Insecurity Nutrition Incentives Grant Program only to dairy products. We quoted a key lawmaker earlier this week who told us that fresh meat would also be included. It won't, according to a committee source. FINI grants currently help low-income people increase their consumption of fresh fruits and vegetables. Here's today's She Said It. Nothing was decided, but that's good. That's Senator Amy Klobuchar, a Democrat of Minnesota, to a biofuel conference yesterday after she took a call from Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican of Iowa, who briefed her on the White House RFS meeting. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, March 2nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Allen. 